morning, church, and welcome to today's service. Um, today is Palm Sunday. Um, it's the beginning of the Christian Passion Week, um, leading up to Easter, the greatest celebration that we as Christians have. Um, Easter is the time when we truly, truly celebrate our faith. It's the time when we celebrate the core of our um, belief and faith, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, Palm Sunday marks the day when Christ Jesus entered into Jerusalem triumphantly. Um, and I will just take us quickly to the reading of that scripture, Mark 11, 1 to 10. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem, to Bethage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you enter. If you will find a cause, tied, on which no one has ever sat, untie it and bring it for me. If anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it and he will send it back immediately. And they went away and found a colt tied at the door outside in the street, and they untied it. And some of those standing there said to them, what are you doing, untying the colt? And the Lord said to them, and they told him, Jesus had said, and they let them go. And they brought, brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut from the fields. And those who went before and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna is a shout of adoration. It's a shout of love. It's Savior, Deliverer. So this Sunday as we shout Hosanna, especially in a time like this, we want to thank God because we have a mighty fortress. We have a great refuge. We have a mighty Deliverer. So I want us to bow down our heads for a moment as we have a word of prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this Palm Sunday, the beginning of the Passion Week. As we together celebrate the triumphant entry of the Lord Jesus into Jerusalem for the ultimate sacrifice of dying on the cross of Calvary for us. Today we recognize Jesus as our fortress, as our refuge, as our deliverer, as our redeemer. Lord, we thank you for such an awesome gift, for such a wonderful gift. And as we listen to your word today, we pray that the reality of the person of Christ Jesus in his redeeming power will be revealed deep inside every one of us. We bless you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
I greet you once more this Sunday morning. Uh, for some of you, it's Sunday night in some other parts of the world. For some of you, it's Sunday afternoon. But wherever you are, I just want to say good day. Together, we have made it through another week. Together, we are doing pretty well. I know it's been rough. Some of us have lost loved ones. Some of us are grieving right now. Some of us are in pain. Some of us are in hospital. Some of us are in ICU. Some of us, we are at, at different places. And some of us are safely sheltered in the warmth and the embrace of our home. And of course, there are some other people who are on the streets. Some people are homeless. Some people are going through difficult times right now. Some people don't have food to eat. I want to say to all of us, no matter the situation we find ourselves right now, that Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, if we allow him in, will bring peace and calm into our lives. I'm looking at you right now and I'm saying to you, peace, 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 the peace of God, rule and reign in all of your lives in the name of Jesus. Today I'm going to be talking to us about the great God, the great God. In the passage that I just read to you in, in Mark chapter 11, we see the Lord Jesus Christ coming in to Jerusalem, riding on an ass, the King of kings, the King of glory, the Lord of lords. He was riding on a humble animal, the ass, a donkey, a colt. He wasn't riding on a horse like a king, like a warrior. He was riding on a colt, a borrowed colt. A colt, he asked his disciples, go and fetch from me. And if anyone says, why? Tell them the Lord has need of it. So, here he is, the king of glory. Because he had an assignment to redeem you and I humbled himself to enter into Jerusalem riding on a colt. This same Jesus that came in on what we celebrate on Palm Sunday riding in the, on a colt. I want to announce to you he's going to come back one day riding on a horse. You know horses are for royalty. He's going to come as the great and glorious king riding on a white horse coming to us. He's a great, great, great God. And I want you to know that he's great, he's powerful. And no matter what is going on right now, God is good all through. 
First John 1 verse 5, First John 1 verse 5 says, He is good all through. This is the message we have heard and proclaim to you that God is light. And in him, there is no darkness. God is light. And in him, there is no darkness. God is light. And in him, there is no darkness. The light of God will shine in your life today if you allow him to. Some of us say, well, I can't see him. I can't see him. Can you see coronavirus? Can you? But it's walking the streets. It's on doorknobs that you um, hold to open doors. It's all over in the air around us. You cannot see the virus. But is it affecting people? Is it making people sick? You've heard the testimonies that we've had this morning. You heard the testimony of, of, of that family that said that we just walked through the valley of the shadow of death. Why not for the mercy of God? Even before we all started talking about coronavirus, it had already walked through their home. They said their son brought it from school. And they did not know. They thought, oh, it's just the flu. It's just the cough. It's just the cold. And it was walking all around their homes. You could, they couldn't see it, but it was there. You cannot see God, but he is here. He's there. He's right there with you. He's right here with me. He's the very present help in the time of trouble. He's the one saying to you this morning, I am light and in me there is no darkness. And he says to us, blessed are those who do not see, but they believe. Blessed are those who do not see, but they believe. Blessed are those who do not see the virus, but they believe it's walking around because they take precautionary measures. You can't wait to see God before you believe in him. You are not going to wait until coronavirus strikes you down before you believe that it exists. Three Sundays ago, we were getting ready to go to church for service. I, very early in the morning, about six o'clock, I looked at my phone and I had a text message. And um, the message said, Pastor, please be careful. Don't have people gather together today. And the person sent me, she's a medical doctor from out of, out of town. And she sent me some facts. I picked up the phone. Usually on Sunday mornings, I'm focusing on Sunday service. I picked up the phone. I gave her a call. I said, what's going on? She began to explain to me what this coronavirus is about. 
she began to explain to me that, look, it, is, uh, it, it increases in exponential ratios. And that what we see today, what we, where we are today, we will not see the results of it until another two, three, four, five weeks. And by the time we begin to see the results, it's too late because it has, it has exploded. By the time she gave me the medical and the scientific explanation, I called everyone. I said, stay home. Nobody comes to church today. We are going to be streaming online. All I had was information. I couldn't see the virus. I don't have a microscope at home. I don't know whether you see viruses under microscopes. There was no way I could check. I couldn't see it. But I believed. I believed what she said. She's a medical doctor. You cannot see God. But believe what the Bible tells us about him. He is a great God. You cannot. There are so many things about the world that we live in that defy our human understanding. Many of us think that we, 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 we have it. We know. We have knowledge. We are educated. We are civilized. So we think we know more than God. Or we think we can compartmentalize God. No, you can't. The word of God says blessed. And when I'm talking about the word of God, I'm talking about the Bible. The Bible is the word of God. How do I know? Because I have not seen coronavirus, but I'm hearing what people who have been sick from it have gone through. So I know that this virus can make you sick. That testimony says, I felt as sick as a dog. And I know him. I know this person. I believe him. If he says that it makes people sick, I believe. I haven't seen the virus. I haven't seen Jesus. But I believe him. I believe the Lord Jesus. I believe the word of God. I have tasted of him and I know he is good. I have invited him into my life. I have opened the door of my heart to him. I know the difference between when I did not know him and now that I know him. I know the day Jesus came into my heart and became my Lord and Savior. I know the day I understood that I was a sinner and I asked God for forgiveness and I asked the Lord Jesus come into my heart. And I know the difference. I know the peace that came. I know the joy that came. 
I know the assurance that I was going to go to heaven that came. You are listening to me? You can't see Jesus, but you can see me. I am a witness of the saving grace of Jesus. I'm not talking to you from what somebody told me or what I heard. I am talking to you from what I have experienced. The experience I have had by believing the word of God that is the Bible. The salvation experience I've had by taking the word of God and accepting Jesus Christ into my heart as my Lord and Savior. From that day over 30 years ago till now, I, my life has never been the same again. Now I hear him talk to me and I can talk to him. I'm not hearing voices. Don't think I'm talking about hearing voices. I'm not talking about hallucinations. I'm talking about a living faith. Walking with a living God. A God who has emotions. A God who has feelings. A God who I cannot see, but he is real. A God in whom I have put my trust. Through Christ Jesus. You are under the sound of my voice today. You've had some of the testimonies. Our brother who gave a testimony about him not feeling well. And he said, a big hand came and touched my lung. And I believe, he said, I believe that person is Jesus. And he said, that person took the black stain on my lung off, wiped it off. And said, go and tell my people that I am coming and I am coming soon. The Lord Jesus is coming back very, very soon. Have you ever seen anything like what we are going through now? Ever in your life? Have you ever seen the whole world shut down and shut in? Have you ever? My, my mother is still alive. She's over 80. She said to me, I've never seen anything like this before. If you've never seen anything like this before, have you sat back to think about what you are seeing? I believe you are an intelligent person. Many of us are educated. I know a lot of educated people are listening to me. Professors, doctors, scientists, researchers, all over the world. Have you ever seen anything like this before? 
Now, if you are an intelligent person, the question you should be asking yourself right now is why? Why? What has shut down the whole world? We are hearing all kinds of stuff going out there. People are saying, no, it's the 5G network that has been introduced that is blanketing the, the, the world with electromagnetic waves. Oh, you believe that? And you don't believe that there's a God in heaven whose presence blankets the whole of the, 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 whole of the earth? You don't believe that? You believe in a 5G network that can cause coronavirus. You don't believe in a, in a God that is alive and brooding over the entire face of the earth. Who can cast into hell or take to heaven? You don't believe that? But you believe in a 5G network that is blanketing the world. If we are intelligent, it's time for us to sit back and think. Do you want to know my own explanation of what is going on? My explanation of what is going on is there's, there's a big God, a great God, who is saying to all of us, sit down there. Sit down there for a minute and think. You think you have all that power? You think you have all that knowledge? You think you have all that intelligence? You think you can do what you like when you like how you like? You think you are scientists and researchers and inventors? You are so intelligent you can send space ships out to space. You are so intelligent you can, you can cover the earth with the 5G network. You are so intelligent that you have medicine and you have science and you have technology. God is saying, sit down there. I'm the greatest scientist. I'm the greatest biologist. I'm the greatest doctor. I'm the greatest mathematician. I'm the greatest, I'm the greatest scientist. Sit down there. Isaiah 26 verse 20 he said hide for a moment sit down quietly come in and be quiet for some time it's time for us to be quiet before God and there's no reason to be afraid if you are in his corner there's no reason to be afraid and that's why if you are under the sound of my voice this morning and all the things you are seeing around you makes you scared. There's no reason to be scared. If you are with him, if he's with you, there's no reason to be scared. If the one who has the power to shut down everything is the one who is in the house with you like your 5G network is with you in your house, there's no reason to be scared. Because we are in the kingdom of the Most High God, if you are with him. You are in his embassy. The embassy of God here on earth. You are his representative, if you are his. 
If you are a Christian under the sound of my voice today, I want you to take courage and rise up and stop freaking out like the rest of the world is freaking out. If you are freaking out as the representative of God on earth, the, the world has lost hope. What are you afraid of? Push comes to shove, we go home. Jesus came into Jerusalem riding on a donkey on a day like today. We call it Palm Sunday. He's coming back riding on a horse. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we will be riding behind him as well. If you are a Christian under the sound of my voice, stop freaking out. Stand up. Take courage. Begin to send the power of God into hospitals. Begin to send the power of God into the streets. Begin to send the power of God to the places of government. Take authority. That's what God has left us here for. That's the reason he has not yet come to take us home. We are his representatives. And you're under the sound of my voice. You say, what's she talking about? Who are these Christians? Christians are those who have been washed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Who have repented of their sins. Who have asked God to forgive them. Who have, who have taken Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. And have invited him into their hearts as their Lord and Savior. These are the people that are called Christians. We don't force people to become Christians. We don't kill people because they are not Christians. We love people into coming into the Lord Jesus. Because God so loved the world. God is a God of love. God does not go on jihads. God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God is love. And Christians love. Christians don't kill other people. Christians don't force other people because God did not force us to become his children. He loved us into becoming his children. It's the love of God that makes me a Christian today. Because I looked at myself, my simple ways, and I, God knows me. And yet he loved me enough to send his son to die for me. And after doing that, he did not force me into becoming a Christian. He did not force me. He gave me self-will to choose. And for those who refuse to choose Jesus as their Lord and Savior, God has not come to kill them yet. But believe me, there's a day of separation coming. There's a day of judgment coming. Until that day, all of us have free will to choose who we want to belong to. Do we want to belong to God? Do we want to belong to ourselves? If you choose God, you become a Christian. You choose him. You choose to surrender your life to Jesus. You become a Christian. And if you choose to, if you choose knowledge, you can choose any other thing. You can say, I don't need Jesus. That's also fine. God does not force anybody. And neither should we as Christians. 
we love everyone. And what am I saying to us this morning? What I'm saying to us is that we are ambassadors. If you are a Christian, you are an ambassador of Christ Jesus here on earth. Act as his ambassadors. The entire governmental authority of the kingdom of heaven is behind you. It's our time to pray. It's our time to stand in the gap. It's our time to deploy angelic help to all those who are in trouble right now. We cannot be afraid and be the ones hiding under our beds and feeding into the terror that is out there. We are children of the Most High God. My prayer for all of you under the sound of my voice this morning is that the God of heaven will infuse you with his power, with his presence. And you will stand up bold. It's the beginning of Passion Week. On Friday, it will be Good Friday. We will be celebrating the death of Jesus on the cross. His sacrifice for us sinners. And on Sunday, we will be celebrating resurrection. Jesus is the only one who, the only one we know who resurrected from the dead to save other people from their sin. This Passion Week, I want you to decide what you want to do. It's time for you to procure your boarding pass. You need a boarding pass. Because when all this is over, you are going to need a boarding pass. And you know your boarding pass determines where your destination is going to be. Do you have a boarding pass to heaven? Is heaven your final destination? If heaven is your final destination, you need a boarding pass that is given to you by Christ Jesus. He is the only one authorized to give you a boarding pass to heaven. Today, if you surrender your life to Jesus, you'll get a boarding pass. All of us are sitting in the lounge. We are waiting to depart. We are not all going to the same place. But when the boarding announcement is made, and you get to that gate when the boarding announcement for heaven is made and you get to the gate they will ask you to produce your boarding pass if your boarding pass does not read heaven through Christ Jesus you will have to wait in that lounge the people going to heaven will go first those waiting in the lounge will eventually be evacuated because I'm talking about the destination of eternity and there are two locations. It's heaven and hell. And I know that people don't want to hear this kind of message anymore. But somebody told us from that testimony that time is short. 
Time is short. So whether you want to hear this kind of message or you don't want to, the time for hearing I want to feel good messages are over. This is the time for all of us to get ready and settle the issue of our eternity because everyone is going to end up in eternity. Which eternity are you ending up in? Once more. Do you have a boarding pass to heaven? If you don't have a boarding pass to heaven, I can pray with you right now. 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 Are you ready to surrender your life to Jesus? Wherever you are, if you, if you go on your screen, there's a place where you can let us know that you want to give your life to Jesus. Just go ahead. Let me know. You want to give your life to Jesus? I want to pray with you. Right now, you will get a boarding pass for heaven so that any time boarding is announced, you will be able to proceed to your boarding gate. Jesus died for your sin. And right now, you can surrender your life to him. And so I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice right now who is saying that I realize I'm a Christian, I, I, I'm a sinner. I realize that if anything happens to me right now, I will not get to heaven. And Lord, I want to thank you because you love me. You gave your life to me for me. You died for me on the cross of Calvary. Lord, I'm asking for forgiveness of my sins. I'm surrendering my life to you, Jesus. Jesus, forgive my sins. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and my personal Savior from this moment. Give me a burden path for heaven. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray for everyone who prayed that prayer along with me. You loved us so much you gave Jesus, your only begotten son, to die on the cross of Calvary. As we celebrate Passion Week, Lord, I pray for everyone who is saying, I know I'm a sinner. I'm repenting of my sin. I'm accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Lord, I pray right now you will forgive their sin. You will give them that boarding pass in the name of the Lord Jesus that they may be able to enter into heaven. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen and amen. I want to bless the name of the Lord for you once more. And um, I'm going to give us the opportunity very, very soon to, um, if you want us to follow up on you, you want questions answered, just look at the contact information and send us an email, send us a text message, a text message give us a phone call and um, we will get in touch with you. If you pray that prayer with me, let me know so that I can send you some material that will help you to begin to grow as a child of God. One thing you can do right away is you can get a Bible and begin to read. If you have a smart a tablet, a smartphone or anything, just Google Bible. Google Bible and begin to read you, you, to read the Bible online and the Lord bless you even as you do that. So if you this was your first time actually joining us online, um, we want to welcome you and to just we hope you've been blessed by, by our sharing today. Um, there are just a few housekeeping announcements coming up. So I want you to sit back and listen to all the things that we have. We have a few things for you for the week. 
so that we can keep you occupied, keep you in faith, keep you growing. So listen for those announcements. And after those announcements, I want you to come together as families. Just hold your hands um, because we are going to be praying. We are going to pr be praying for the sick. We are going to be praying for ourselves. And we are going to be praying for those who need miracles. We are going. You also know I have, a, I have compassion for the people in New York. You are going to join me to pray specially for them. We are also going to be praying about all the trouble spots all over the world. So sit back, wait a minute because we are going to take some time to pray together and then I will pray for all of us and then we will close service. So let's just um, listen for the announcements. Reflections with Pastor Flynn Miovalana Life on Facebook Your morning good news Mondays through Saturdays at 9 a.m. Join us on Facebook every morning. So we want to pray. We want to pray for all the troubled spots all over the world um, where where things are just getting out of control. We want to ask that the Lord will have mercy. We are his children. I told you last week, we are God's children. And when we talk to him, he will not refuse us anything. Let's ask our father in heaven, father, please have mercy, have mercy. Visit all these trouble spots, Lord God, and please send your healing, send your healing. Go ahead and just talk to the Lord. Talk to him. Ask him to please have mercy. Have mercy on Italy. We want to thank God because that curve is bending in Italy. The same thing in Spain. Lord, we ask that you mobilize, you deploy angels. Father, that you, you, Lord, that you will just take control. You will intervene. And Lord, mercy will bring healing in Italy and an end to this coronavirus in both Italy and Spain. Let's pray for, for the hospital in, in New York, Elmhurst Hospital, and all the other hospitals in New York. Pray for your own city. Pray for your own town. Pray for your own community. Wherever this virus is ravaging, let's just ask the Lord, Lord, please have mercy, have mercy, have mercy. God does not do th anything bad. In him is light. He is a good God. This is the handiwork of the devil. Lord, please have mercy and put to an end the ravaging of the devil in all of our communities. Have mercy, we pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We want to ask the Lord because the 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 projections are not good at all. The projections are not good at all, especially for the U.S. Suddenly, the U.S. has the most, a quarter of infected people worldwide. That is not good at all. We want to ask that God will just have mercy on, on America, that God will have mercy, that God will bend this curve. That God will bend this curve, this exponential increase. Let's ask the Lord to have mercy because his children are still here and stop it in the name of Jesus. Let's just go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. We cannot depend on government. We all see, we, are, we, we can all see that <laughs> only God can help us. Let's just ask God to take control in this situation. Government isn't going to help us. Government isn't going to help us. Technology isn't helping us. Lord, just have mercy. Have mercy in Jesus' name. I want us to pray again for the hospital in Elmhurst because I want to be able to hear a testimony out of that hospital. I want us to ask that God, that angels will begin to walk 
the halls of that hospital in Queens, New York. Lord, we deploy angels. We deploy help. We deploy strength to the people working there. We ask for courage. We ask for encouragement. We ask for miraculous healings. Let people get up their hospital beds. In, in Elmhurst, in, in, in Louisiana, Lord God, in the, in the Javits Center in New York, everywhere, oh God, where people are sick, miraculous healings begin to take place in the name of Jesus. We have the right to ask. Our Father, we are grateful. In Jesus' name we pray. I'm going to bring today's service to a close, and I want to pray for you. Father, we thank you, Lord. We can call on you. You will hear us and you will answer. We pray for all the trouble spots all over the world. We pray for our various communities in, in Pennsylvania, in New Jersey, in Delaware, in New York, Lord God, in, in, in Louisiana, in, in, in Washington State, in, in, um, all over, in California, all over the United States, all over the world, in Spain, in Italy, in Brazil, in Nigeria, Lord God, everywhere, in Zimbabwe, Lord, we lift up, or in Ghana, in Liberia, in, in Libya, everywhere, Lord God, we lift up all these trouble spots. Father, we ask for mercy. We ask for mercy. We ask for mercy. We ask, oh God of heaven, that the way this coronavirus came is the way it will go. We ask that your presence will blanket the whole world right now, oh God. And you will subdue this virus by your power. In the name of Jesus. And so, Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Whatever your children are looking up to you for, various needs in various homes, in various lives, in various families, Lord, I pray you, you will bless them. As they pray to you right now, Lord, I ask that you will send an answer of peace. Anyone sick under the sound of my voice, Lord, as they stretch out their hand to me, I pray your healing power will flow into them right now and you will raise them up totally whole. Whatever may be the need, as they stretch out their hands to me, Lord, I pray for your miracle power to begin to work. Let there be provision, miraculous provision, miraculous solutions to problems, peace in troubled homes, peace in troubled families, peace in troubled relationships right now. Father, bless your people. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's share the grace and fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. I want to say to you that surely God's goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And may you dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. God bless you. I love you all with the love of Jesus. And as you take that burden pass in the name of Jesus from God this morning, everything will be all right. See you tomorrow morning on Facebook at 9 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. God bless you real good. The Word is already working in you. We hope you were blessed by this message. For more messages and information about the church, please visit us at www.rccglivingspring.org.